All right. So this podcast was supposed to happen like what? A week and a half ago, two weeks ago, something like that, William? Yes, sir. We were going to do this. And we're like, all right, we're going to have Insaney on. That'll be fun. It'll be a fun trio. We'll talk about some liquid shit. We got the, the Honda video coming up soon. And, uh, and William tells me, all right, we'll do it if, uh, if the boys win today. And that was your very first game of the group stage. <laughs> you guys did not win that game, nor did you win the next three games. I feel like we can talk about that in the podcast. Of course, we, of course we. <laughs> well, the the podcast is already <laughs> recording. So, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> I'm too meta. <laughs> I was like, that that's a great intro to a podcast. Thank you. <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> yeah, so, we had a rough so start. We, we we had to delay the podcast because you guys went zero and four, and then it was just like, even after you won one series after that, it was like, all right, let's wait until they they actually get back into the groove, and and you guys did, but it was a rough start, right? It was a rough start for sure. I mean, uh, we were pretty hot, I think, after ESL, but I mean, we knew that we were gonna take a break, and we needed to chill out a bit. So like we told ourselves after ESL, we're like, all right, if people want to chill a bit now, now is the right time to do it. So. I mean, we played this like BTS tournament between ESL and Epicenter, and that was. I mean, the level like it was like two days difference, but the level of gameplay was like the difference was so massive between ESL and that. Um, so I, I knew we were in for a rough start. I wasn't like too shocked, if I'm being perfectly honest. William always tells me that uh, as soon as you guys like. When you guys really need to win, you put in the time and effort and like you come together as a team, you're you're going to do well. But then as soon as you do well, like the next tournament is going to be rough. And that's kind of exactly what happened with that BTS tournament was like, okay, you lost to like Mike and GG, I think, in the finals. But then like the real next tournament was Epic League and it definitely started off real bad. Uh, what What is with that? Um, I just... I mean, yeah, it's kind of like Will says. I just think we're very good when we try to be good. And then during the time period where we're like constantly putting effort into trying to figure out what we're doing wrong, that means that we put effort into like making sure that we do those things correctly. Like the things that make us slightly worse or not like perfect players, I guess, we focus a lot on, right? So during the period that we're really focused on it, we're going to be really good. But as soon as we start thinking, hey, we're good, we don't need to think about those things anymore, then we start doing them wrong again. So I think there's like some weird mental thing going on there. And uh, William, you, uh, Aiden, you were talking about how like if people wanted to take a break, now's the time. Yeah. And William, you were one of those people. And then you promptly watched your team go 0-4 in the groups. Did you manage to stay away? I know I asked you this once, but like during this entire group stage, now that it's wrapped up, did you actually stay away from coaching them? Yeah, it was easy as fuck, dude. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'd wake up at like 8 p.m., and I'd be like, ah, shit, we lost again. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually fucking hilarious. Like, I would just see Jabs looking stressed as shit every day. Like, my routine was the same. I'd come downstairs at, like, 4 or 5, having, like, stayed up to, like, 8, hanging out. And then I'd just see Jabs looking, like, stressed to all shit. And he's, like, panic mode. Uh, like, he's on some next-level panic, you know? He's just, like, frazzled every day. And I felt kind of bad. Uh, but I mean, I had a long talk. I, I really needed time off. Uh, I was kind of going insane. And I, I, I thought it was important for the guys to 
like go through this period without me. I think um, it was going to be good no matter what, win or lose, is how I viewed it, for my opinion. Because if they win, then great. Like they accomplish something by themselves. They know that uh, they know that they are a good team, and Aiden like gets to affirm himself as a good captain, right? Um, and if it goes like poorly, well then I gain more credit or credibility. <laughs> like it's easier for me to like convince. And I'm not like I have like no insecurity problems about my job. So it's like if they do well without me, I'm not suddenly thinking like ah oh, shit they're gonna fire me for jabs or some shit. I'm perfectly okay. Like as your coach, you still want your team to do well. Right. I... Benefit I still out of it. Like, if we lose without Will, like, team's gonna be like, all right, yeah, Will's such a sick coach. Holy shit, when he's around, we're so much better. And then, like, if we do well without him, we're like, damn, we're actually pretty good. Even, like, though Will wasn't here, we managed to pull through and we managed to do well. So, I think we just like to po focus on, like, the positive aspect of what. Maybe it's not even true. Maybe that's, like, nothing to do with it. But I think that way you, like, create this, like, mental bubble, which is, like, really, really good, where you always feel good about yourself, no matter what I, outcome. I have to believe that's true. I have to believe that has an impact. Because you guys have done this too many times now, where you guys have sucked some real ass at a group stage, and it just looks like you guys are spiraling downwards, and then you guys just make the full comeback. It, this has happened in multiple group stages, in multiple tournaments, like... I feel like uh, that that positivity must. I think it, it really must have an impact. Oh yeah, for sure. <clears throat> I remember after um, what was it? ESL Los Angeles, where we were like hot garbage. It was pretty yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. It was really. It was like the beginning of everything. I got I, I messaged from Mickey, and he told me uh, there's two messages actually that I got at that tournament that were pretty interesting. The first one was Mickey and I were talking, and he said like. I'm really afraid of what'll happen if we try and we suck. And I thought that was like adorable, you know, because he was like, I want to be with my friends. Like, I, I want to play with this team no matter what. Like, I'm going to be here. Uh, mm -hmm. And so if we suck, then like, we're going to have to break up or like, we're just not going to be able to play together. Or something. And then the second thing was that Aiden messaged me and said, what do you think about moving Boxy to four and Tommy to three? That was the <laughs> other... I'm that wasn't, saying uh, this... the timeline's a little bit off. I, that that it was wasn't like the summer. It wasn't the that summer. That was that was. It in was in July. July, yes. I yeah. I found the message like it was really funny. He just said like, "What do you think about this?" And I said, "If you want to, we probably have to like practice it a lot." And he's just like, "I feel pretty good about it." I was like, "Okay." So this but was then... this was after the summer patch came out. Oh, you want to talk about the other thing first? Yeah, yeah. But oh no, it's fine. Uh, but yeah, it's just kind of like I think our group. I think that's probably our strongest asset, right? Like, I don't think any of us ever give up when we're in the middle of a tournament. Like, I think we always see the light. We always, like, grind. Yeah. And we know that if we suck, we're at least building towards something, like, for the next one. Which I think is really, really cool. Yeah. Is it uh, hard to maintain that idea of, okay, we're getting better for the next one, when most teams are looking at, we're getting better for TI, and TI is just kind of like this... At this point, this ephemeral concept, like deep in the future, that may or may not exist. I mean, I, uh, I like to believe that it's one hundred percent gonna happen. Like in my mind, TI is gonna happen. It's just a matter of when. I don't think thinking about like, oh, is it gonna happen? Is it not gonna happen? Helps me like become a better Dota player. Sure. And so like, I just assume that it is. That's kind of how I treat it. 
But I think, like, yeah, just focusing on the next tournament, eventually TI is the next tournament, right? So if you just always think that way, then it's like... And then at that TI, there's always the next tournament, too. Mm -hmm. You're, like, Dota doesn't just end. So I think, like, that's probably, like, the best way you can, like, take pressure off yourself by, like, always thinking about it as, like, I'm just trying to improve. And as you're improving, you're actually making sure that you do a lot of good things. So how did uh, Jabs hold up? <laughs> William, you were saying he was looking stressed. You know, I kind of imagine what you're talking about, just like waking up every day in the morning with no cares while your team is losing. It's like, you're just kind of like showing up like the dude in the big Lebowski. Just like, what's going on, man? Like completely carefree. So how, how did Jabs hold up? Um, Jabs actually asked me to come back before any of the guys did. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's pretty fun. But it's like, it was important for him too. Like, I think he, it's like, it's nice for him to also realize some of the challenges. And like what, because uh, if you want to be like a head coach, there's a lot of things you have to manage. Like you're constantly thinking at all times about how five people are operating, right? Uh, like you're thinking about like, <clears throat> all right, is, and if you tweak certain things, like things just completely go out of disarray. Like if you tell Tommy, for example, one thing, and you tell him like, you don't specify the parameters, it goes off in like a completely like wonky direction. Like, I remember we told him he needed to have more confidence, and he just went, like, full Chad mode. Like, he'd just tell us to, like, <laughs> fuck off and stuff. Like, it was really weird. Do you remember that, Aiden? Yeah. It was like, Tommy really took that concept and ran with it. Like, he started ignoring us all. I would tell him I something. I can't imagine and... adorable Tommy just being, like, just telling you guys to fuck off. The problem is, when you give him strict instruction, he's a very good listener. But, like, <laughs> we gave him, like... We told them, like, we were telling them all the time, like, because there was a time period where his confidence was low. So me and Aiden would just hype him up. You know, we'd tell him, like, he's the best four. He can just tell us all to fuck off. Like, but we meant it, like, kind of not so literally, you know? We were kind of just <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. you're a really good player right now, Tommy. Like, you know, feel your game. But I think he took that to mean, like, you guys are beneath me. Like, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually hilarious. We always refer to yeah. that timeline. Me and Chloe talk about the, the Chad-Tommy period. Chad it was just like... <laughs> Like, me and Chloe would ask him for simple things. He'd be like, fuck off. Or, like, he wouldn't reply and shit. And then we're like, okay, dude, we need to. <laughs> so, how did you snap him back down to, to find a happy oh, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Chad? I'm good at putting people back in their place. Oh, really? Yeah. Aiden oh, yes. is the king of that. I am the king of putting you back in your place. All right, give, give me some examples. It doesn't even have to be team-oriented. Oh, I don't know. I just, I think I'll, like, wear your mentality down. I'll make you feel... I'll make sure that you, like, know your place in the team over if you're, like, too cocky or if you're feeling yourself too much. Um, I don't I don't really know. How do I do it, Will? I just, I don't know. Meme them into, like, yeah. obedience, I guess. Yeah, I think, I think Aiden <laughs> makes sure... I think the best thing about our team is that I think Aiden makes sure that everyone is appreciative and humble. Like, he always says thank you to all the chefs. He always, like, we always keep each other accountable for, like, little things. And so I think, like, we always say please and thank you. Aiden's always very good about, like, being very nice to the people in the facility, getting to know everyone's names and stuff like that, and, uh, like, interacting. And I think that's, like, a good influence at all times. And if anyone ever gets, like, a big head, we usually, like, Aiden just memes them to death about it until <laughs> they they get off their fucking high horse. Uh, I mean, it's just kind of how our team works, right? Like, whenever anyone's, like, so, for example, after ESL, when I got MVP, I don't think I've been memed about anything in my life more. It's like, every time I stack a camp, Mick is like, oh, trying to get another Mercedes, huh? Or like, it's like, you get what I mean? That's just how our team works. You can't have an yeah, ego yeah. in our team. You're going to get memed. And like, for, 
doesn't matter if you're getting memed for like good plays or bad plays. You're gonna get memed. So yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> you can't you can't really get out of hand. <laughs> yeah, Mickey is also really good about that. When so Aiden is like the barometer for everyone else, and Mickey is like for Aiden. Yeah, he keeps <laughs> me in check. He keeps me in check. <laughs> is that why you two have been uh, a duo for so long? I mean, I don't know if that's the reason why, but I think it probably happens because we have been together for so long. I know that there's like no ill intentions ever in anything he says. Like I'll never like feel like, oh, why is he saying this? He's like being mean to me. I know he's just kidding because it's him saying it, right? Yeah. 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 Except that time, that one time you got really mad at him at that boot camp. When was that? That was at the ESL, or it was for the LA major, the one we didn't call for. What did he? What is he memeing me? No, that was well, about no, he didn't want to. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, I mean that, that was the only. Yeah, that was the only about, time I've seen I meant seen about. You guys. I meant about memeing, like specifically. Mm. Like I know there's no like ill intent behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just yeah, mean no, in general. Was, yeah. Probably I feel like you two are talking about a subject that went over my head. What are we talking about here? Sorry. <laughs> Do you guys want to talk about it? Yeah, we can. We can. When we were, it was for the so the last major that was supposed to be played that wasn't. Um. For that qualifier, we we were having a pretty rough time. And the qualifier before, we, me and Mickey flew to the boot camp a couple of days early, maybe like even a week early. I don't exactly remember. And we decided to just like grind out the new patch as soon as it dropped. Like we just chilled for a day, and then the second the patch dropped, we just played games. And if you remember, this is when we we started playing a lot of Bristol Coddle, and we clean swiped the qualifier. We went like 12-0 or 10-0. I don't remember exactly how many games it was. Um, and then, so for the LA qualifier, I was like, hi, let's do it again. We're starting again. It worked out last time. And then we get to the LA boot camp or LA qualifier boot camp. And Mick is like, looking at my rank, I'm like rank 500. He's like rank 10, thinks he's a boss. And I'm like, yo, Mickey, let's pub, let's queue up. And he just sees me like <laughs> losing my solo queue games miserably. He's like, I don't want to queue with that shit. I don't want to lose my games. And I'm like, dude, this is bigger than I'm like, ah, it's for co- our competitive team. This is more important. Um, but yeah, we buttered we buttered heads quite a bit about it because I really wanted to party queue and he didn't want to. He thought it was like a waste of time. Um, but I thought it was like it really worked last time, so I wanted to give it another shot. And I'm sure that motivated you to uh, get your rank up, right? Um, no, honestly, not really. It just made me kind of mad at Mickey. No, <laughs> I just got mad at him. I was like, "You're being <laughs> you're being dumb." And then like it's, I think after like two days. William's like, all right, Aiden, what the fuck's wrong with you? And I'm like, okay, here's the deal, William. Mickey doesn't want to play with me. I was like, it's William's like our dad. I'm not even kidding. Like, we're just like these like 10-year-old kids. When I tell the story, I just hear what it sounds like. <laughs> Mickey, <laughs> Mickey won't play Dota with me. And William's like, all right, son. <laughs> Let's go see what Mickey says. And he's like, I don't want to fucking lose. <laughs> and then William's like, all right, all right, kids. How about this? You guys go into your bedroom. Talk for 10 minutes. You can't come out until you have a solution to your problem. And then, like, we talk. And I'm like, yo, Mickey, I want a queue. He's like, okay, fine. And then it's settled. Um, wow. But we always need really William. We need William. Yeah, but we just need William to say it. It's like, if William says this issue is no longer an issue, then the issue just goes away. He's like our personal Jesus. He just, like, <laughs> says things. And then we just assume they're true. He's like, Yo. Aiden, you and Mickey love each other. I'm like, oh yeah, right. And it's just all <laughs> peace, peace and happiness in the world. 
you know, I I uh, I think that gives a lot of credit to to William, but I can't. I also want to say I can't imagine that actually working on like almost any other team. I think it's because you know? we trust Will a lot, and yeah. like I think we trust him to be objective in most cases, and even as like like as objective as someone could be, right? Because he's obviously gonna have some bias, but. And I think because we all think he's fair, we just like, we're like, all right, if William says this is how we should do things, we'll trust it. And it's always worked out right. So we have no reason to like, not trust him. I mean, William, you tell me what's like coaching difference between this team and then coaching the the old liquid. I mean, there's, uh, I I have to imagine that that old liquid, there's, there was a lot more experience and possibly like ego and like stuff like that. I think the old liquid was really fun to work with because everyone knew what they needed to do, and uh, Curl set like such a interesting tone. It was like my way or the highway, and everyone like respected that fully. There was like, and and it's kind of interesting because uh, Aiden is like the same but different. Like when I joined the team on the old liquid, I remember Curl gave me a lot of authority by virtue of just saying. This is my team. This is now part of your team. But with Aiden, it's like a much more collaborative process, if that makes sense. It, and in some ways, it's much more challenging because everybody wants an opinion. And the thing is, everybody doesn't want an opinion at the same, like, when we need them to have an opinion. It's like, it'll come and go. And sometimes, like, that opinion is really disruptive. It's like, I suddenly want to do things now. Why didn't you let me do things this way? And Aiden will be like, what are you talking about? I always let you guys do whatever the hell you want. Uh, and so in that way, they're pretty different leaders slash captains. But at the same time, I think I get a lot of like undivided trust. Like for example, even when it came to the draft, when we played against Navi, Aiden said, "Are we banning Doom or are we banning Beastmaster?" Do you remember that, Aiden? Yeah. I was like, I was just chilling, playing like I can Madden tell you or something. Our side of it. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Jabs were having like an argument about, or not even an argument. We we're just discussing like which one of these two should we ban? Like Beastmaster, Doom, Beastmaster, Doom. I don't play against Beastmaster. Their Doom's their best hero. And then we were like, all right, we don't know how to settle this. So we find William, and you can tell the rest. Yeah, so they like barge into my pod, because I'm in a pod. And they just say, like, Beastmaster, Doom. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, and then they explained that, like, they, you know, we struggle against BM at the time. And, you know, we also lost to their Doom. And Jabs is telling me that he wanted to ban the Doom. Aiden explained the Beastmaster. He said it was a, what was it? Who's that guy mid? That plays T all the time? No, no, it was the TA. It was like similar to the TA situation. Magical. Yeah, it was like magical a TA. And so, I, but I told Aiden we banned Doom. And so we banned Doom. And we played against Beastmaster, and then we worked them, and they never picked it again. (laughs) I think our our win loss rate against Beastmaster in that tournament probably was like 10 to 1. (coughs) But we won the one that mattered. Yes, it actually. So that's that in that way, I think Aiden gives me like absolute control like there was a time in in one of the matches where i shouted lichen uh for us to pick china no this was after china this was it during uh esl against vp was it esl yeah it was against it wasn't china at the major no 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 it was there but also against vp when um when we were about to pick dk mid and we weren't sure and we had like two seconds left we like absolutely worked them Oh uh, yeah, they yeah, picked like yeah, void yeah. or something. Yeah, it happened in the SL too. You're right. Yeah, we had like one second left on the clock or some shit, and I shouted at Aiden to pick 
uh, lichen, and then he just snapped at it. And we I actually it no gyro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and if I tell the guys like there's a certain amount of games to be played, or if we're gonna do things like in any way, I think it's like always done with very little complication. And it's really nice that the guys have that much faith. Like they always just instantly. There's never. I think Boxy's the only one that ever gives me shit. He'll ask me why all the time, but the rest just kind of shut up and do it. Is Boxy just, uh, is he that kind of person? He just likes to know. He likes to ask why to, to everything. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the short, that's the short version of it. Yes. <laughs> I think, you know, I think Boxy, Boxy likes to be in control. Like He likes to understand mm-hmm. why he has to do what he has to do. And it, he will always disagree with you until you convince him otherwise. Like, you're always guilty until proven innocent with Boxy. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, that's quite the metaphor for him. <laughs> well, uh, William, outside of, like... Okay, okay so I know, like, I, I've noticed a trend whenever you uh, do this coaching stuff. You always try and do, like, team bonding uh, excursions. Like, you go out. Like, I remember you did the, the ice skating, the old liquid. I know you, like, try and do that sort of thing to kind of um, create some bonds outside of, of Dota. And with Corona, obviously, being what it is, you can't really, like, do anything for the last nine months. So I was curious what you guys have been doing outside of Dota. Stuck in that house, like, that team house together and, and shit like that. Um, <clears throat> we don't actually do anything right now. Like, in the old, in the old boot camps, we play CSGO all the time. And, like, we'd hang out. Um, but I think the more that I thought about it, I, I had a really long think about this. And... Uh, it's going to be a pretty long year, and we're going to be around each other 24-7. And I actually think it's healthy to be a little bit apart. Like, it, it's good for everyone to have a little bit of space so that everyone uh, misses each other a little bit more. Like, the year is really long, and so by the time TI comes around, I want our guys to like still like being around each other. And so I try to keep um, like a mindful distance and... I make sure that everyone's not like in too close proximity and like hanging out twenty four seven. That was like a pretty conscious choice, I would say. Whereas last time, like we would play CS:GO, we try to do escape rooms, like we would just go and hang out, like whatever we could. We during like one of the boot camps, we got like a football and we kicked it around and stuff. Do you remember that, Aiden? Yeah, that's when Jared came down from America as well. Yeah, it's like we we will do team bonding stuff, but right now I think it's important for everyone to have some distance in space because in about a month I'm going <laughs> to ask fair. them to like grind their asses off 24 uh, 7 to qualify for this DPC yeah pre-corona they were only around each other when it came to like stressful things like boot camp and then an actual event and they actually never did anything like fun together outside of that now you guys are just stuck around each other constantly <laughs> which I'm sure has led to uh, some some stress uh, in that regard like being away from your family, being around the same guys all the time. I'm sure that, uh, I mean, William, I, I feel like I, I've heard you say that, like, even though you guys are all, are all friends, you guys have very different personalities. Yeah. So I'd and, say and that can lead to conflict, right? Yeah, 100%. Like, I, I get along really well with everyone on the team, but at the same time, like, I'm, I'm a lot older than everyone. And so, like, maybe Aiden and I, like, independently would be really close. But aside from that, like, um, it's not like me and Boxy and Mickey or like Max or anything like that talk twenty four seven, and it that's okay. Like, I I still love them a lot. What we've been through together has been so fun, 
but um, we are different people, and I think that's okay to kind of admit. I think a lot of people try to force a team vibe, whereas like we have one very naturally. Like I think we we stick with each other when it matters, and that's like uh, that's kind of that's kind of been like the theme of our team. It's like we'll do we'll do the sacrifices for each other when we need to, but aside from that, like we can be apart. We can like stay a little bit uh, different. Like Aiden and Boxy, uh, I don't think we'll ever be best friends, and I think that's like okay to say because I don't think either of them would be offended by that because I think they're both very different people. But at the same time, I think um, I think they're both okay with that, and they realize like they can still have competitive success and be co-captains without needing to be ultra close. Yeah, I mean, I th- I think our like we're friends in the ways that we need to be friends. Yeah, I guess like kind of is how I see it. Um, and I mean, I still like Boxy a lot, and I think we get along quite well. Um, it hasn't always been that way, but, like, if I compare, like, how me and Mickey get along with, like, how me and Boxy get along, well, there's, there's a difference in just what type of people we are, what things we think are funny, what way we joke around in, and stuff like that, so. Yeah, I mean, we are very different. Like, I think, like, you could make a sitcom out of our team. Like, we have five... (laughs) Like our personalities are all so different. Like, all right, give, give me a, a TLDR description of each one of your teammates. Oh, I can't do it fairly. Um, I would uh, William would have to help. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's start with Mickey. TLDR, you know the best. Mickey's like, I feel like I'm like the clown, oldest brother, and he's like the kid that looks up to me, who's also an idiot. Like we're both the biggest idiots. <laughs> I'm just the oldest. He's the youngest. And then Tommy's like the nice one, the one that like cares about people and like wants to make sure that, you know, it's like, it's fair. Everyone has their like, I don't know. He's the one that cares, but he's also the one gets that gets bullied because he's like the most pushover person. Um, and Max until is Chad like Tommy comes around, but Max is like sorry, yeah, exactly. Until he turns into Chad Tommy, <laughs> that's like when you make him real mad. It's his alter ego. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he's had enough. Yeah. Um, then you have Max, who's like too cool for it all. He's like, ah, I'm not messing with any of this stuff. But he also has a little bit of that like clowniness, just because he's he... like lived with me and Mickey for so long. He's older than you guys, right? I, no, I feel I'm like the that oldest. has really, yeah. really. Yeah. I just felt like that was the case, just because Koifa has been in Dota for so long. But I guess he did start pretty young. Yeah. All right. So he's he's the cool kid of the group. All right. I don't know if he's a cool kid. He's just the one that's like too cool to care. He just like doesn't <laughs> okay. want to. Yeah. He wants to pretend like he's too cool, but deep down he's a clown too. And then I don't know. How do you define Boxy? I think I always have a hard time defining Boxy's personality. I don't Boxy? really know how you do it. Yeah. I think Boxy's a troublemaker. I think. Uh, <laughs> I think you know the, you know the kid that always asks why, and uh, he's gonna do. Boxy once told me that, like, what he loves about life is that everything kind of just works out for him. <laughs> oh, really? really? That sounds like somebody I know, William. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But Boxy, like, takes it to, like, an extreme. Like, you know, you know, it was like me, like, five years ago, where I wouldn't wake up and you would wake me up. And that was like, I would be like, ah, oh, it all worked you out in the end. not care at all. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, ah, oh, it all worked out in the end. Like, Cap's, like, sitting there all stressed out that he had to, like, get me to set. And I was like, ah, ba ba dee but like, it all just kind of like, it's like I'm here. Why is that one so worked up? Yes, that is like Boxy. For example, my favorite example is that uh, he had this sandwich that he I bought him at like 7 a.m. He like begged me to go get it at like 7 a.m. All right, 
So I go wake up before the major. I, I've been getting everyone sandwiches at like 7 a.m. So then after we, um, after like, he just forgets about it. And then at the summit, he complains to Chloe, our manager, and he's like, dude, my backpack, I need a new one. Like, something is wrong. Like, it's like, got the weirdest smell. Uh, and then he looks through it, and he finds his old sandwich that was, like, three months old. And he's just like, ah, that's more, fine. More, more, yeah. more. That was over six months where that had yeah. been in his backpack. Oh. With all his gear, all the stuff that he plays at that tournament had oh, been in the no. same backpack. Oh, that was so disgusting. Oh, my yeah. God. Or like you know he'll he'll show up late to something and he'll just like you know we'll frantically wake him up and then he'll be like see we haven't even started yet and I'm like dude we haven't started because of you like what are you what are you talking about like we couldn't start but like I I don't think he ever means anything ill intent by it I think Boxy's like a very fun loving person and I think he puts yeah. his enjoyment of life above most things which I really respect actually like I think if Boxy did not enjoy playing Dota even if he made like a million, two million dollars, I think he would just stop. I think he prioritizes having a good time over pretty much anything else. Well, it sounds like this team is kind of perfect for that since you guys do get along so well together. But uh, a team that maybe is more business-like, maybe he wouldn't do so well on. Yeah, I mean, I know he's had offers um, from other great teams. So it's not as though like the opportunity wasn't there for him to like go play. Uh, elsewhere like he, even as far as like last year he was getting like offers from top three teams. boxy is a very good player but i think he i think deep down as much as he wouldn't want to admit it i think he and aiden will always achieve like the greatest success together because they like round each other out so perfectly like whatever aiden's good at boxy's not and vice versa like aiden right. is what, a much more bad at Aiden is a much more feel-based person. Like, the way he plays Mafia, the way he plays Dota, the way he, like, views things, he just goes by feel. Like, he he can't always explain it, which I think frustrates Boxy a lot, but, like, I think he'll just say, this is yeah. good. And I think Boxy's the opposite. I think Boxy needs, like, unless, uh, he needs to absolutely know things. And sometimes I, you can't. I think the way, the, way you, the way you explained it to me once was actually so perfect. Um, I think we're... Because I think when you say, like, feel and facts, it makes it weird. The, the way I like to approach things is, like, I will watch every single pro game that has ever been played until, like, I feel like I've seen it all, I know it all. And then when I go into the game, I'll make calls based off, like, how I feel the game situation is like, right? I'm like, oh, I, I, like, I have a feeling, like, if we do this, this, and that, it's going to work out. Because I've seen it so many times in the past. Whereas I feel like... And this is usually why me and Boxy get into arguments, I feel like, or used to a lot. Is, like, he will be... Not watched any games, not like had any of this like like research in the back of his mind. He'll just like look at the numbers and be like, "This is how this adds up." So this hero is the best hero for the situation. And I'm like, "But nobody's done this. Like, this is not something that like anyone's doing right now. It doesn't match up with like the the vibe that I'm getting like off the draft situation or like some hero we need to ban or pick or like, oh, we can't do this because then they'll do that." And I'm like, "But nobody's doing that right now." And we'll get into these like weird arguments like that that's at least how i feel about it like we're factual and feel in like the opposite areas which make it really really difficult sometimes to like see eye to eye okay that makes a, a lot of sense because i've always looked at boxy as a player uh, i'll be honest like when he was first with you guys uh, i remember thinking like boxy was like the odd man out i looked at him and i was just like i don't really understand this player 
like I don't really get like some of the shit that he does. It just seems wild to me. Um, I didn't really understand it, especially being an offlane player and watching him. It's just like, I, I don't agree with the half the things he's doing. Uh, but that has turned into what I think is like a very unique advantage that you guys have is that Boxy feels like that he has a different read on the game than almost anybody else. It seems like he just isn't influenced by other people's ideas of Dota as much and has his own unique ideas. And that's really valuable in Dota, right? I think it is when it works. Um, it can be equally <laughs> frustrating. No, but like, because like, I think he's the kind of guy that like, it becomes a lot about the way he plays the game, right? That's why like, he's such a superstar because like, you're going to win or lose games based off of him. You just, but he's so good that you win based off of the stuff that he wants to do more often than you lose. So you like stick to it. And I think so that, that's it's like, a tool. It's just a tool that has to be tempered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think over like the last, um, how should I say it? Like maybe last year or so, I feel like he's also learning to find a little bit of that middle ground where like he can just take like a back step in some games and let somebody else be the one with the unique idea. And like he's le learning like the, he's learning to see the meta, but also still retain like his ability to just be like, hey, give me timber. I'm going to own this game on my own. Is that where the flexibility comes in of you guys moving him to like mid or four position? Um, I think maybe that's something that's been enabled because of something like that, but I don't think mm -hmm. this necessarily has so much to do with it. Um, okay. I think that had to do with the patch, like we were talking about earlier. When this patch dropped in the middle of the summer, I looked at the heroes that I saw get buffed and stuff, and I was like, wow, this really feels like the kind of patch where Tommy offlane or like Tommy laning fits our playstyle a bit more and allowing Boxy to like roam around and be play a bit more free. Um so that's kind of where at least for me that idea started. But then we never really gave it a real shot until like oh what tournament was that Dota Pit maybe? The one before ESL, Tommy was like, hey I really want to do this. I want to play off lane. I think Boxy should play four. We really believe it's gonna work. Just give me one week to practice offlane heroes, and I can play all of them. And this is during Tommy's <laughs> obvious Chad phase. He's like, like, I need one Tommy. week, and I'll just fucking play them all. Don't worry about it, dude. I'm like, so you're Isaac telling me within a week you're gonna do? Yeah, like within a week you're gonna do what Zai and all these people did over like five years. <laughs> He's like, yeah, why? I'm like, okay. I mean, sure, if you want to do it. YOLO, let's try. Chad, Chad Tommy sounds hilarious. I, uh, I, w I would like to meet that Tommy someday. <laughs> Maybe not spend an extended period of time with him, but at least meet him. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, uh, one last thing. How does it, uh, it feel to be uh, a YouTube star? Star of your own video? We had the, uh, the Honda video come out about you and uh, your history. Um, I think it was really cool to see my parents in something, which is like, yeah. it was, it's like funny because I've seen myself in videos for a long time now, but I've never like seen my parents in it. And it's always felt like, it's almost like two separate worlds. I'm like a one person with them and I'm one person with like everybody else. Um, but this kind of like united the two of the worlds for me a bit, which was like nice. I thought my parents thought it was a really cool experience too. And they like linked the video to all our family and all of our friends, which was like, I don't know, it was a super cool piece. I think like anything that like 
shares your backstory and stuff. I know like when I was um, coming up, a lot of interviewers asked me why like I like doing interviews so much or why I was so positive about them or like gave off a different vibe, I guess, than a lot of other pro players. And I think it's because I used to enjoy watching these content pieces about people and knowing where they came from, how they came up or what their background was like and all this stuff. So having one about myself is like really, really cool. Before being in these interviews, do you feel like you looked at your own history and like your own story and that same kind of um, lens that you watched other people's content? Um, I'm not sure I fully understand what you mean. <laughs> uh, I just mean that like, um, okay, it's like something that I do when, when yeah. I look forward and like look at the things that I want to accomplish, I look at yeah. it through the lens of like, where I've been through and like what I've been through and the people have supported me. And I look at it sort of in the way that these content pieces come about of like, who are the important people in my life? Like who would I put in a content piece like this? Oh yeah, I see. Who I, that's the way I kind of look at it, I guess. Yeah, I, th I think, yeah, I mean, I would first, first and foremost want my family in it and they all, all three of them were included. I think in one of the original cuts, my little sister wasn't like, she was in the background, but she was never, like, she didn't have anything to say in it, which I thought was a bit unfortunate, but it was really nice they added that, too, so. No, I mean, I was overall very happy with it. Um, if there's ever an episode, two, I think you could include more people, but for, like, this kind of, like, origin story, I think it was it was really, really nice. I know you said that, um, like, I, I watched the video, the part where your dad was talking about... Um... How he really thought you were he you were going to be following in his footsteps going into academia, uh, possibly like doctor or something like that. I know your parents have been really supportive of you over the last few years of your professional career, but do you feel like this video was like that last bit of like it was that last little piece of like validation, you know, that they could be in a video <laughs> about you and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, for sure. Um, I think over the course of like. Since we joined Liquid, pretty much, um, they've been like, my dad's turning into like a crazy Dota fan. Um, <laughs> and like, I talked to him today and I told him, like, hey, I'm going to come home and visit you guys for a couple of days. And he's like, we have to sit down and you just teach me how this game actually works. Because he'll text me after games and be like, oh, yeah, like, you guys should play more like Secret. Like, just look at what Secret does. I mean, they they oh, don't no. they they don't like you remember when they were owning everything they're like yeah secrets always he's like secrets always running that? together and you guys are just dying alone why are you doing that and i'm like that um i appreciate that you care but there's so much like technical stuff that you don't understand and he always starts it off by saying like i don't understand the game but why do you do this and i'm like well my dad would my dad would be a great guy in Twitch chat. I feel like he'd be like a hundred k Twitch chat MMR. <laughs> but he, it's great. It's great. It's really fun. The predators just asking teams like, why don't they just play more like Secret? Yeah, it's like, come on, Secret, just so simple. They just sit on their <laughs> high grounds and they kill people when they come to them. Explaining fog of war was a very very difficult thing. They're like, why do you run into them when you see them standing <laughs> up there? And I'm like, okay, so, Dad, I can't see up the cliffs the way you guys can. They're like, what? Like, what do you mean? I, I, like, I'm like, yeah, like, we have a different perspective when we play than what you see when you watch. It was a interesting conversation to have. <laughs> now you have to have your dad, like, go through one of those replays with just your guys' vision. Yeah. 
something like that. Yeah. No, it's pretty funny. I talked to my mom yesterday too, and she's like, "Oh, I if I ever play Dota, I want to play that that hero that Tommy plays that rolls around all the time and just roll on everyone." And I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> Earth Spirit's not probably not the right hero for like my fifty fifty year plus parents to try in their first Dota games." But um, no, it's really really fun that they're excited about it and they they're so invested. Like I know my dad nowadays, like he watches games that aren't even our games. He just watches Dota because he thinks it's interesting. Despite, like, he doesn't even know what Fog of War is. Um, so, no, it's really, really cool. I'm super happy that they they got to be a piece of my, like, content world or whatever. That's really cool. Blitz, you got anything for Aiden? What? Do we? We just, we hang out, like, all the time. I... I... Yeah, I William can't that. wait to get rid of me. That surely the sheer amount of time that you have with Aiden oh, would prompt well, something that is unique to the podcast. So Cap, Cap, we played Mafia yeah. last night, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I made it to top three. Okay, William can tell that story. Have you ever seen a monkey play Mafia, Cap? <laughs> oh, is this the one where you got no. baited by Kyle? Yeah, uh, like Kyle love all people too. Yeah, so Kyle left Aiden alive till the final three to try to trick him. And he almost did it. Uh, and then Aiden was about to make the right decision. It was against Joe, you know, a very logical human being. And Kyle's just, like, yelling, the Kyle style. And he's telling Aiden, you're an idiot, don't lose. And somehow that worked. Cap, you know I'm a man of passion. You really are. I will, is... I will trust, I will trust the yelling man over the calm... Yelling I, will, at you with... I will trust the yelling man over the calm, logical, factual, sensual person anytime. This is what I mean. I mean, so that... I, I... You needed a little bit of boxy there. Yeah, probably. Yeah. It was one of those moments where like, we went into top three, and I was like, alright. I already made my decision before anyone started talking. I was confirmed town at that point, so it was literally up to me. They were going to vote for each other, and I was like, okay, this, this, I'm going to vote for Kyle. I don't care what they say. JJ was a mod. I'm like, JJ, just let's heads down. I'm ready to vote. I, we don't need to talk. And then Kyle's like, what? You can't just end the game like this. It's not fair. Like, it's not fun. Like, what the hell? We played for three hours. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I feel kind of bad. Let's just do it. And then as he starts talking, I'm like, not really listening too much. Because at that point, like, I was like, oh, whatever. But then Joe starts talking, and he's like arguing for his case, and I'm like, wait a minute. This man voted on everyone. He wanted everyone dead. He would vote on people and then say, I really thought they were town. So I was like, ah, oh, god, maybe, maybe I'm getting played. So then like the timer runs out, JJ's like, alright, heads down. Those two like immediately throw their votes up, I assume. Because JJ's like, alright, Aiden, you need to decide. And I'm like, yes. oh, god. So I'm like, okay, I put up so the way we do it is we put up fingers when there's three people left. Kyle was a two, and Joe was a three. So I put up a one, which is myself. And I'm like slowly bringing up my second finger. I'm like, all right, I'm voting Kyle. And then like JJ's like, okay, the votes have been cast. Everybody heads up. And I immediately switch to a three, which is Joe. And I kill my own town. And Kyle wins his mafia in like the memeiest way ever. You know what I love about mafia? is the post-game discussion. I don't think I've ever heard anybody. <laughs> I don't think I've heard, ever heard anybody as town lose and be like, yeah, he just, he just did a really good job convincing me. He was very believable. 
it's it's always because yeah. well that other town he he was super yeah, yeah, dust. Yeah. <laughs> everyone gets Dude, so salty about mafia it. mafia is the best game it's like the best and worst game because everyone gets like you get so into it that like yeah. you get crazy but it's also what makes it entertaining right it's like you have to have that kind of passion to like make the game oh, as so fun satisfying. as it is yeah yeah like it's... when you when you get the game completely figured out it's like perfect I feel like it's like you've, or like when you get away with something. I, that's my my personal favorite, and the reason you never trust my claims is I just there's nothing more satisfying than like when you get away with a fake claim or like you know like something like that just shouldn't work. Like I know people yesterday were like pretty mad about like oh leaving the medic alive, leaving the cop alive. When I'm mafia, I think that's like that's like the only way it's satisfying to win. It's like I wanted something insane to happen. Where, like, nobody understands what's going on. Everyone's suffering. Except me, who's, like, silently sitting there laughing. Which is why I told Kyle yesterday, like, despite him leaving me alive, even though it was, like, the dumbest thing ever, I thought it was super funny. And I, I couldn't, like, I just laughed at it in the end. Or I, was, I wasn't, like, I didn't feel bad. I just, it was funny. I would have done the exact same thing. So it's just, like, I don't know. That's how I feel about the game, at least. It's super satisfying when you can do something that shouldn't work. All right, this is random as fuck, but you said insane. I literally was looking at... I don't think I've ever asked you what your name origin is from. My nickname? Yeah. Oh, so um, when I was about 10 or something, maybe, around that age, um, I went to visit my cousins in America, and I looked up, like... So I was playing Guild Wars at the time, and you had to have, like, a first name and a last name. And I had no idea what to choose as my nicknames. And my cousins had Latin words, like, as their, like, nicknames. And I thought it looked really cool. Kind of like anime names nowadays, I guess. <laughs> okay, I was okay, like, wow, yeah, this yeah. word just looks cool. The letters sound really interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I just looked up, like, a bunch of words in Latin that I thought were cool. So I was like, fire, insane, awesome. You know, like, whatever words I could think of. And then, uh-huh. yeah, the character that I played the most in Guild Wars uh, was my elementalist. And it was called, like, Insane Flame or something. And then Insania was, like, the insane part that stuck. Mm, okay, okay. That's a, that's a pretty good name origin. Yeah. It's not bad. All right, cool. Thanks for coming on, Aiden. That's great. Wait, dude, are we still in the tournament, by the way? Yeah, we won today. <laughs> this is a genuine question. Let me we see what happens. Spider we picks. in the tournament. We played, we played, dude, we actually, we should have talked about that series. We played Storm Morph. Oh, sorry, Zeus Morph. And oh, they you both did the double eggs. And you we did just blasted them. We're like, pew, 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 pew. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Hold on, I gotta look at this shit. Where, dude, where we, is... we pew, pew, pewed them, William. You would have been proud oh, if you saw that Oh, it's the planes. Okay, okay, I'm looking at the drafts right now. Ah, oh, okay, so we Ricky. Wait, no, that's Enigma. All right, I'm looking at ours. Dude, we're we're liquid now. <laughs> we visaged. Yeah, that was game two. We did Coddleson. That was like pretty fun okay, too. Okay. And Mickey guys... was like supermaning on them. Who who did? Why did you guys decide to do Zeus Morph? I I mean, I think it's good against Dusa. I have a feeling. <laughs> you just have a <laughs> got a feeling. I mean, isn't this podcast like public? Yeah. Yeah, so I have a I mean, feeling. I can cut this part out. No, no, you, no, you don't have to say no, anything. Dude, there's like, no, there's like 50 people that watch. It's chill. True, true. You can say whatever you want about Dota. No one's going to... No one's going to okay. leave. Nobody no, can, I like... think this, the idea is right, that you deal damage to Dusa beyond her range. And I actually heard this on stream. I'd never thought about it before. 
But Dusa has Mana Shield, right? Which absorbs most of the damage. So you actually stay at a really high HP on Dusa at most times. So Static Field will deal, quote-unquote, full damage for a longer period of time. Because your HP doesn't drop. Mm. So the mana oh. pool drops, right? Before the HP starts mm. dropping. Yes. What yeah. caster so you get told you a that? a lot of damage. I just, I was watching some... Because uh, I like to watch a lot of the games, right? So I just had, like, the stream open on my monitor. And I just heard him talk about it. And I was like, oh, damn, that's right, actually. I never thought about it before. Do you know what caster was saying it, though? I don't know. I want to say... Lizard. But I'm not sure. It, I, I'm not sure. It was during this tournament. Okay. Is Lizard casting this tournament? Uh, yeah. Lizard's usually on panel. Uh, it might have been on I the seen, panel. But... Yeah, it might have been on yeah. the panel. I see. Oh, shit, dude. Yellow Submarine's beating Just Error. Yellow Submarine's feeling it, dude. Yeah. I mean, that team, Just Error, is, like, so weird. I mean, they, they have a lot to get used to, I think. There's like, they have a carry player who hasn't played carry for years. They have an offlaner that hasn't played offlane for years. They have a mid player that's playing on ping that has been playing carry for like a year. I think there's a lot of stuff for them. Oh yeah, for sure. Um... To just figure out. And then like, I think once they do, I actually think in theory, their roster makes a lot of sense. Like their player play styles make a lot of sense. It's just not working very well. Yet, I think. Like, you think they will be monsters at some point, though? I think they can be. It's hard to say. Because you don't know what their like motivations and stuff look like, right? Yeah. Like, maybe they, they expect results immediately, and they don't find it, so they get, like, demotivated. But remember, remember like, when Piers and I said, like, we're just bad. Like, it doesn't matter what we draft. It doesn't matter what we, like... It's not about the stuff. We're just, like, playing too poorly individually. Yeah. I think that's kind of a little bit of what's going on with them. Like, they're not individually good enough to read each other correctly and then play the game the way they need to. That's yeah. the vibe I get when I watch them. And, I mean, there's been a lot of, like, Europe's been, like, pretty wild. Because you had, like, for example, Alliance start off ultra hot. And now, like, uh, looking at the results, they've, like, dropped off pretty hard from, like, the beginning of the year. Yeah. Um, I mean, the beginning of the year, they had, like, it was nutty. You know, they got first in the quals uh, to start the year. They 2-1'd us. And then they got first at Dreamly. They got third at a pretty good ESL. Um, then they got that like top eight. At, yeah, yeah. They got top eight at the major. Then they got fourth at one esports. Then they got fourth at the major. Then they got uh, first during the qualifier. And then they, they had like a really good streak. And then since then, um, they've just been kind of like, meh. But correct me if I'm wrong. All those results are pre roster change, right? Uh, yeah. But they had they had one like with their roster change they had like uh, I think they they did okay. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't think I don't think their roster. I'm not. I don't. They didn't want to make it sound like. I was just curious because like where the timeline in my head. I don't. Oh, even I don't, this group yeah. stage, I remember I thought they were going to beat Secret in the groups. I remember watching the series between them. Yeah, I think at the end of a year as well, it's like really hard to judge teams right now. I think there isn't really any team right now that's in top shape. And I think that's like pretty clearly reflected by some of the maybe like lower tier slash less experienced teams maybe overperforming in this group stage. <laughs> There's some uh... <laughs> That's that's like just my that's just around? that's just my that's just my personal opinion, but I don't what do I know about Dota? <laughs> oh my god, I really wanna I really wanna reveal what that was about. 
Oh, I want to do it so badly. No idea. It, it'd be so fun to talk about that. I mean, can I mean, what we... do you what do you what do you mean, William? We're just not good enough to scrim them. Like, oh my, that's just the truth. <laughs> We're just not good enough to play them. In that case, I'll tell the story. <laughs> the way I remember it, the beefy way, the way the people want to hear it. I know what I the feel people like. Want. We're gonna cut all of this. I know what the people want. They want drama. Let me give it to them. <laughs> and let me just state that it, there's not actually real drama. It's kind of like Will said. You use it as fuel to make yourself more competitive. Okay. Um, I don't have any problems with any players on Viking GG, which in case somebody hadn't figured out by now, was the team I'm referring to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so from my understanding, they asked to scrim us, and then once Chloe said, yeah, sure, let's scrim. And this is like, not the current Viking GG, this is like a year ago. They basically were... They had won one series against OG, and I remember this very clearly because of their response. They beat OG in one series after like TI. And yeah, so they asked us for a scrim, and this is during one of our periods where we're like not really feeling it, and we're not doing super hot. I think this was right after we bombed out of ESL, the online ESL. Um, and yeah, so we get the response that like they respond. Chloe says like, "Yeah, let's scrim," and they're like, "Hey, sorry, we can't scrim. We're looking for better opponents." <laughs> and. <laughs> I'm honestly in my life, like I've asked Zai at lands, like, hey, do you guys want to scrim us back when we were Alliance and we were absolute trash? And he'd be like, like, I know he didn't want to scrim us, but he'd at least say like, yeah, I'll ask Cyborg Matt or no, like, we're not scrimming right now or like, we're booked up. Like, you know, anything. No one just tells you you're too trash to play us. <laughs> like, not even land winning teams says that to you. So uh -huh. when we got that response, I got real mad. And I was like, okay, that's cool. I can't wait to dumpster them in the tournament. Like, I was so ready. Then we got to play them in, like, the next tournament. And it was, like, at, like, 9 p.m. They quick smack to Odus. <laughs> I was so mad. I was so mad, Cap. They destroyed us. Then we got to play them again, like, a month later. I was like, this time, dude, this time. Because now we were hot. We were, like, getting, like, top threes back to back. And during that online period, I was like, all right, we're playing Viking mm -hmm. GG first round at the group stage. Let's beat them. But you know Liquid, round one group stage. We are not <laughs> oh, winning <no>. games. <laughs> we are not winning games. Quick 2-0. Smacked again. I'm like, oh god. Why is this happening? Why do we always do this to ourselves? It was the only series we wanted to win. Like, more yeah, than anything. That was, we just I wanted to win that more it. than anything. And do you know why? Because after their coach or manager had written that thing to Chloe, because we had qualified a TI at this point, I just wrote, see you at TI in like discord to him that was it i just wrote see you at ti he didn't get back to me i think apparently he messaged chloe and he apologized he was like hey dude I i'm sorry i shouldn't have written the thing i said the way i said it i'm really sorry it was a little too honest yeah like he apologized immediately it wasn't like they were like yeah you guys are trash he didn't like double down on it he like apologized he was like hey sorry and yeah, I, I'd still already written that thing. And then they dumpstered us twice back to back. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> Dude, they kept dumpstering us. What are you talking about? We, we've only won like yeah, one Okay, series. you guys got your revenge at but ESL 1. When we beat them, recently. William. One, we beat them in style, relocating on their base and destroying that shit. That is Two, true. we won the tournament after we beat them. So I feel like my, my, my message came across. <laughs> is that, that, is that, is that really the, what you want to go out on? Because then the next tournament... They uh they beat you in the finals 
therefore doing eh. the same thing. Eh. They, they 3-1 to eh. you in the finals, eh. beating you and therefore winning the tournament. You know what? Actually, eh. I'll tell you our we'll, team's we'll, hidden we'll, strength. We'll, 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 see, we'll see them at TI, Cap. We'll see them at TI. Austin, I'll tell you our team's hidden strength. We can talk our way out of any bad situation. <laughs> like, we, we have an excuse ready. It's like, ah, oh, we were trying that tournament. It's like, and we all believe it is the nutty part, you know? Like, uh-huh. I'll just say, ah, oh, guys, that tournament didn't matter. And they're all just nodding along. I'm like, what? <laughs> William, William, tell me honestly. You think that BTS tournament mattered to us. <laughs> tell, tell me honestly, you think we cared. Oh my I know, God, you, can't, I know care. you can't physically look me in the eyes, but tell me we cared. Look me in the I, eyes. And let me say, I was in that Discord for fun, even though I'd already started my break. And Aiden was like, "Guys, do you want to win?" And like, no one responded. <laughs> it, was like, it was like, "Guys, we're in the finals. Like, could we have some like passion or energy?" And it was just like literal dead. crickets come out. Yeah, over it the was mic. like I think Tommy went to like go pee or something, and he didn't say anything. Like, Boxy's probably playing Smash. Mickey's just like on HLTV. Max is just like staring at the screen. He's like, "Do you guys want to win?" And just like nothing. Nice gym videos, dude. Or XQC. Yeah. <laughs> oh. If you ever go behind me and Max's PCs, it's like YouTube videos of like just Jack dudes working out twenty four seven. Yeah, I don't. It's very weird. Like I, I've never even seen YouTube pages like it's just naked guys like all over their YouTube video like page. I'm just admiring some bros. Yeah, there's no, there's no, uh, there's no issues with that. It's nope. not sexual in the slightest. He's just prepping to to pump later. It it gets me amped to shit, so I need to do it. But I mean, you know what? Ultimately, like, I think uh, I I do think on a final note, I do think our team will always be as good as we want to be, which is both like cool and very frustrating. So like, whenever we do poorly, Aiden's really frustrated because it just means that we haven't put enough effort in. But like, when we do put in the time and we like sit down and we like really grind it out, because nothing ever comes to our team easily. It's the frustrating part. Well, thank you, Aiden, for coming on. If you guys enjoyed the podcast, uh, be sure to thank Insania for coming on and also lead words of affirmation to Blitz. So we know you guys are enjoying this. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening.